I was wondering if you could walk people through some thoughts on the storage process. Obviously, there's some who go with the mantra, if you don't hold it, you don't own it. At the same time, I would suggest if you have $5 million of silver and gold, maybe you don't want to put that all in your basement. And just especially as there are probably going to be a lot of new people coming into the sector this year, I would imagine. Could you just walk through what you tell people who are in that situation or looking at that and, and perhaps give some of the storage options that are available and any thought process that goes along and how to make some good decisions there. Or let's first talk about IRAs for one moment. If you're going to store with an IRA, you want to make sure the depository, because you have to, in an IRA and a precious metals IRA, you have to utilize a depository. You can take possession of the metal at some point, it's a distribution, it's a taxable event, but that's why you must always have segregated storage. Now there are some fine storage companies out there, but for IRAs, they allocate or pool the silver to the program. In other words, all the silver eagles that come in from that IRA program go into one big holding pen, so to speak. And when you request delivery or to sell the Silver Eagles that you bought, you're probably not going to get. You'll get Silver Eagles, but they could very well be a different year, maybe even a different condition. Maybe they're not in pristine condition. Maybe they are, maybe they aren't. The point of it is, is that if you're going to utilize storage ever, whether it be in an IRA or not, it is imperative that you uh, use segregated, not allocated. It is segregated specifically to you in your name. I also think third party is important when you're doing it outside of an IRA because we've seen problems before um, where, you know, well, I guess we've seen it in third party too with first state and that guy's a creep and he's going to, to prison, but we've seen other companies like um, Bullion, Bullion Direct, I think was their name in Austin, Texas, $35 million or so that he was storing was absconded with. And so that's why we choose Brinks. We have Brinks facilities all around North America. They are incredibly regimented. They are incredibly by the book. Um, and, you know, in 15 years of working closely with Brinks, I, I've never seen an ounce out of place or raised my voice or felt even concerned slightly. And, and others who say, if you if you don't hold it, you don't own it, there's validity to that to a degree. The removal of counterparty risk is something that is, um, it's it's great if you can do it, but if you can hold metal yourself with no counterparty risk, it's great. You can dig a big hole in your backyard and be a midnight gardener, it's great. Chances are you have a, a better chance of being ripped off by the system than you do by a would-be burglar knowing that you have metal buried in, in your backyard or whatnot. But the point I'm getting at is that if you have to store it, you want to work with a very, very established um, uh, depository like Brinks with a very large balance sheet where what you're storing with them isn't the lifeblood of their business. Um, and third party is good where there's a wall between who you bought it from and where it's stored. Um, I don't have a problem with storage, but you must choose segregated completely and totally. And yeah, allocated or pooled will be cheaper, but you get what you pay for. And in a world where I think counterparty risk will be a defining characteristic of the coming years, 
uh, as a lot of this stuff starts to unwind in the financial markets, if you have to store, just make sure it's with a very reputable company and that it is is segregated. And um, I think that's about the best you can do. I believe our storage program is the envy of the industry. I do. I think we have worldwide exclusives from Brinks that no one has. And so if you're interested in uh, storage, uh, whether it be with material you already own or buying gold and silver and having it stored, we can certainly help you. Um, certainly just uh, let us know. The the two websites are Precious Metal Storage, singular, PreciousMetalStorage.net and PrivateSafeDepositBoxes.net. We have two different storage programs, both utilized through Brinks. But in order to eliminate any confusion with the two different programs, one is a safe deposit box program, an exclusive we have inside of two separate Brinks facilities in Canada, Toronto and Vancouver. And the other one, the PreciousMetalStorage.net is just our broad-based storage program in vaults all around North America, all of them partnered with Brinks. And any thoughts in terms of, do you recommend diversification of storage options? Is that something that you yeah, tell people? Why not? Or? Yeah, I mean, look, you want to remove you want to remove counterparty risk. Sure, you know, keep some at home, keep some in one storage facility, keep some in another. I mean, yeah, I think spreading things out is is never a bad idea. Um, it may not be necessary, but it's not a bad idea, and. I would say hold as much at home as you possibly can before you start to lose sleep at night and whatever uh, above that amount that you want to safeguard, then certainly our Brinks program is great. There are a lot of good storage programs out there. Also a lot of ones that are questionable, the, the private, you know, um, uh, companies that have, you know, in a strip mall, these, these, like the one in California that was raided a few years ago, looking for drugs, these, rinky-dink fly-by-night small places or, or, you know, startup companies that don't have a track record, well, you know, they may offer a great rate, but buyer beware. Whatever you do, I think it's important. If it were me, I would not keep it on the same premises as the company I bought it from. Now, there are companies out there that probably have storage programs that are very legitimate, but I can tell you using past as prologue, so to speak, the only trouble I've ever seen with storage programs other than First State who just stole from people um, what are those that the dealer held the metal on behalf of the client. So whatever you do, completely segregated, know that where it is, where the, the vault is, know that you have the ability to go and retrieve it. Um, and I think that will give you a very good head start on doing things legitimately and it's also important to note that when you talk about storage expense, it becomes part of the cost basis of the initial investment. So ultimately, when you sell, you add all of the storage expense to your cost basis and it becomes tax deductible. So don't look at the cost as being the determinant factor. You're saving a, you know, a few tenths of a percent working with one storage company over the other. Choose quality, segregation, reputation. Um, and a big company, not meaning me, a big company, Miles Franklin, but a big company like Brinks or like IDS uh, or like Loomis. These are big, big companies that have huge businesses, you know, where they're not dependent on the metal that's being stored with them uh, to keep their doors open. And I think that gives you greater safety as well.